Howdy and welcome to the Laptop Empires podcast. I'm Mike. He's Bobby. We're your hosts. Let's do this thing. What are we talking Howdy. about? Today? I don't know. Uh, well, I mean, it's the end of the year. If it's you're listening right now, it's uh, God, man, it's the last episode of 2018. Last episode of 2018. We should talk about that. We should. God, it's that been sounds a like a good idea. We've been doing. We haven't been doing the podcast for a year, but we've been doing like this thing for 11 months now. It's, it's pretty insane. Um, you know, we had a, we had a meeting yesterday and I was sitting up in the little nook of like my wife's, you know, childhood bedroom, like when we were talking and I was like, you know, we had like one of our first meetings. I was sitting here in this nook, like (sighs) this time of year, like early or mid December. Actually it was what? Well, I guess this episode is December 27th, but like we're recording this like mid December. And I was like, man, this might actually be a year. I don't know the actual date. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. We've been definitely, I, cause we started talking in like Thanksgiving time. Of well, like, but like our first combo, but like, I don't know that we started the business and started working on side hustle until it was yeah. like mid December. I don't know. I'm going to kind of go like, I think our year anniversary should be just like when Christmas, that that, that first launch, I think it was the last weekend in January is when we did. Yeah. If you actually, I remember if we figure out what that date is, we can count back because it was like five weeks. So this is probably the week because I think we turned that course around in under five weeks. It was quick. Yeah. And then it's just been off to the races, man. And it's like, yeah, it's just, we've done a lot of crap this year. (laughs) it's been fun though and i think you know one of like today ladies and gents listening today what we're talking about is you know just kind of like how do you gear up to get ready for next year i mean at this point like the year's over (laughs) when you're listening to this so you hopefully listen to our episode about like taking advantage at the end of the year for success but right now it's like okay what do we need to do what do you need to do to be successful in 2019 and that episode, we talked about kind of like really laying the groundwork and laying the track, so to speak, getting, just getting some things done. We did, I feel a really good job about that. Like, I think this is the first time in our business that we did something like early ahead of schedule with like yeah. time to spare. It feels good. It does feel good. Like yesterday I had- I, not that I ran out of things to do, but I didn't feel, it was like, I felt very calm the entire day. I was like, wow, this is, this is nice. Like, I don't have to like, we're, we're kind of done for the year in a way. Um, I mean, we still got stuff we're doing, but I think that we'll find something to do. Yeah. I think, I feel like those back half of the year, maybe, no, maybe this last quarter, like we're really just, we've been setting things up for next year. It's been, yeah. just like, Hey, let's do this by Q1 of next year. This is Q2. Like, let's get this stuff. And you know, and the other thing too, that's been cool is we've built a really, I feel like solid team. Like we've got a lot of people mm-hmm. that kind of work with 
with Infores, which I think is going to be really cool. So in 2019, I think we're going to be able to move really quickly on a lot of these projects that we want to do. So that's been nice. Yeah. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about kind of hitting the ground running in, in 2019, what you need to do to be successful. I think the first thing, at least for me, is you've got to have a plan. You've got to have a direction. We, we were kind of lucky in that once we had the course and like our direction was just kind of like, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? We were constantly pushing and we always had something to do. But then we get to now looking into next year where we don't really have to have, like there's nothing that we have to do. Our products are created. We don't want to create anything new at the moment. It's just like, what, so we got to figure out what are we going to focus on? And there's a lot of ways we could have gone with that. But, you know, you and I, we sat down, we figured out what we wanted to do. And we, our big emphasis is list growth. And then we really wanted to work with our affiliates and our affiliate program to like build that up because it's, it was kind of a weak spot for us. We didn't put a lot of attention into, and then obviously helping our students, but we had to sit down and talk about that and figure out what our priorities were going to be and what we were going to focus on. And so I think that's the first thing is that if you're listening to this, you're trying to figure out for 2019, you need to sit down and you need need to get a piece of paper, get pen and paper and do a brain dump and just kind of put out there, like, here are the things that I want to do, right. That I want to achieve. Think big picture and get them all down. Cause then you can start to filter it down. Then you can start to go, prioritize, figure out what's really going to move the needle and go from there. But I think that's the first place. I think that's where you start is either if you've got a business partner, y'all need to have that conversation. You need to have a meeting like we did. But if you're solopreneur, you need to sit down with yourself and really reflect on what you want to achieve, get it on paper and start organizing that and breaking it down into real stuff. Yeah, no, I I agree. And the other thing too, I think you have to identify what is a what is an arbitrary goal? Like what is a goal that that is just like a vanity goal and right. that's something that's actually going to make you more money? Because I see like I did this all the time in blogging. Like I would say I want to get to this many page views or I want to get to whatever level with anything. I don't know, email list or whatever. But the reality is you need to focus on things that are going to make you money. And so you pick those things that are like okay, what's the lowest hanging fruit that right. I can do that's going to bring in money right now? And if you can do that, do that. If you have like some kind of big goal, big project, you know, be realistic with your, with how long that's actually going to take. That's another thing that I see a lot of people struggle with. They're like, oh, I've got tons of things to do. I've got all this stuff I've got to get done and I'm really stressed out. It's like, just, you can push, you can push your timeline out a little bit. Like you don't have to get everything done by January, like push something to quarter four, push something to quarter three, um, but get those things that are going to make you money uh, done a little bit sooner in mind. Well, yeah, that's kind of how I feel about that. Well, and a big part of that is you shouldn't be focusing on so many things at one time. Yeah. Like so many people get to like, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do this. We do it right. We constantly battle that, you know, that's, and what you really need to do is you need to, you need to hone in on this is the thing, right? Or these are the couple things. And this is the one I'm going to focus on first. And then you need to just go all in on that one thing and get it figured out. And so, and like we said, growing the email list, right? Which essentially means, you know, growing the audience. It's not, you know, you mentioned vanity numbers. Mm. I'm not really considering that a vanity number for us because yeah, really we not. have, because, well, like I think, I think just pure traffic 
can be a vanity number. Just growing traffic to grow traffic can be a vanity number. Growing subscribers, growing social media following, whatever, that can be a vanity number. But if you've got systems in place to convert, then it's a little different. And I think the yeah. big difference is like, we're focusing on email growth, but we have offers. We have funnels. We have automated email sequences. We have, you know, um, lead magnets. And then even in that front, like a big thing for us, part of growing the email list for us is creating the new lead magnets and the new email sequences that are going to get people to where we want them to go to help convert that because that's something that like we don't have a ton of that we need to work on. And part of that is because I have a philosophy. I'm not sure if you agree with this, but I have a philosophy when it comes to creating your lead magnets and things like that of working from the back forward. Like you have to know where you want somebody to end up. And if that means buying something, like you need to know where the end goal is and then work backwards to create your smaller products, your webinars, your lead magnets, whatever it may be, because like you don't want to just create something that does not fit or does not go anywhere. It needs to have a direction. It needs to have a purpose. So like for us, like we spent most of last year creating products, creating the sales funnels and just using the traffic and the audience that we had available. And now we're focused on, now that those things are in place, how do we get new blood in there, right? right? And so that's really, when we say grow the email list, that's really what we're saying is getting new blood into the system that we've created that we know converts. Yeah. Yeah, I, sh- I probably shouldn't have said vanity metric. I just kind of ran out of ideas and just threw that out there. No, but it's true though. It's true though. Like that, yeah. that was an important point because people do focus on vanity metrics. I was just like going, saying what I said yeah. because people might go, well, Email subscribers is a vanity metric. Well, it depends. Yeah, but see, when we talk about email, like, for example, we're doing a, uh, a sequence with our emails right now. And it was like, we're going to do this email sequ- sequence with the goal of converting one in 50 people. Like, we need to get that conversion goal on the emails. Right. That, I feel like, is a better goal than saying, like, I want 50,000 emails, right? It's like, right. the first one is an, an actual way to make, make money. The latter is like, just a number that, you know, if right. you can't convert it, it doesn't matter. So I think that's kind of maybe where I was going with that, but I agree well, you need to have goals and, for all of those things. And even the one in 50 wasn't a random number. One right. in 50 was, we know, we know what we earn from a conversion. So how much, what, what is our number that we can convert and have it be a profitable funnel? And if we convert one in 50, that is a profitable funnel. Like the real, our real number is we only have to promote, like convert like one in 63 or something like that. So we said one in 50. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, you can't, you can't just pick things arbitrarily early on. You might say like, this is the thing I need to focus on. This is what I want to do. But then like, if you're just picking, if you're basing it off of a number or things like that, you need to make sure that there's a purpose behind the number, but a better way to go about it is these are the things I'm going to do. These are the habits I'm going to create. These are the systems I'm going to implement to achieve that goal because it's that process that gets you the result, not wishing about the result. You still need to do the things. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You do have to do those. I think the other, the other thing that I've been thinking about, not really as much for laptop empires, but more for millennial money, man, I'm trying to look at that site and try to evaluate like what is 
actually not good with the site and what is working just fine that I don't need to mess with when I'm trying to prioritize these goals and think about like, what do I need to do? There is a lot that I feel like is really good, but the two areas that I feel like with Millennium Money Man that have kind of just suffered throughout the year because I just didn't focus on it, traffic, right? And I've already kind of just, this episode is kind of late in the game. Like we've already kind of put it in a system into place to go after more search traffic and, and Pinterest and all those things. But that's one of my big goals for 2019, grow that. And the thing that I think when you, when you look at Millennium Money Man, like very honestly, and I'm like, okay, what is not good? And for me, it's actually, I think it's the lead magnets. I think that's one of the, the weakest things. So in some places it's non-existent and some places it's just really, really weak lead magnets. And so I'm looking at that going, okay, that's broken. I need to fix that. That needs to be one of my priorities for 2019. But I think, you know, it's easy to look at your business and kind of go like, oh, I want to get to this many followers. I want to get to this many readers and not really objectively look at your business and go, okay, what's good and what actually sucks right now? Like what, what am I not doing well? And I feel like if you kind of look at it through that lens, then you're probably going to fix things that are lower hanging fruit that are going to make you more money faster. And the traffic one's a long-term goal, you know, so it's, I'm not really talking about like a long, medium, short-term goal thing, but those are things that's like, if I focus on those two things in 2019, it's going to grow millennial money, man. Well, but there is that aspect of like short-term versus long-term because we're talking about low hanging fruit and I want to speak on that, but you also have to think about like what's best for the long-term growth of the business. So here in the last couple of weeks, we finally launched a blog for Laptop Empires and it's something we've been working on forever, but we kept putting it off, kept putting it off because we had other things that we felt were higher priorities. But it was one of those things that we're like, we have to have this thing live in December because if we don't start putting, the longer we wait to put content out, the longer it's going to take us to see SEO results, the longer it's going to take us to find unicorn campaigns so we can drive paid traffic. So we finally got that live. But what a lot of what we were doing was we were looking at opportunities where that were low hanging fruit, things where we saw there was an opportunity that we hadn't done. And so you want to look for those things in your business. You want to look for the opportunities where <laughs> I don't want to say traffic because that's kind of a term of art, but you want to look where there's a flood of people doing something or going in a certain direction, but yeah. there's nothing there. <clears throat> to redirect or capture that flood and you want to put yourself in front of it. And so like a really good example that you and I've spoken about before um, is, you know, for you on your homepage, like you don't have a lead magnet. You've got just kind of like a general about me call to action. And so that's one of, that is one of the prime positions for list building. Mm -hmm. And you know that, but it was just, there were other things that needed to be done, but now it's like one of those things <laughs> yeah. you go, but now it's one of those things that you go, okay, this you've already, you just mobile optimized it, you know, recently that was the first change that you made was make sure that homepage yeah. mobile optimized with a button above the fold. But now, you know, you're working to develop a lead magnet that makes sense for your audience. So that when they hit that homepage, that's there because that's a big capture opportunity. Yeah. So Bobby knows there's a lot of traffic there. I just need to get in front of it. And when he puts a lead magnet there, the small amount of conversions from it just saying, join my newsletter is going to go way up because there's going to be a value proposition. There's going to be something that he's offering people. Right. And then another example of that is 
I hope you don't mind me using you as an, exa- <laughs> as an example. No, this is no, this is perfect because this is the stuff we talked about yesterday when it was yeah, like yeah. goal planning for 2019. So yeah, go for exactly. it. Exactly. And so another example, you have the welcome mat. So when somebody hits your site and they haven't been there before, they get that welcome mat, which you know blocks out the page and it's like, do you want this guide? Yes or no. And that is <clears throat> one of your current biggest lead capture tools. But once they join, nothing happens. Yeah, so there's no, no secret. Yeah. So that's one of those things that we started talking about and working on yesterday was, okay, let's put a sequence there because if that's your biggest source of new email subscribers on a daily basis and it's a big source, we need to direct them somewhere, yeah. right? We need to get them going to either certain specific content. We need to have a segmentation that way you can get them and know, you know, they can segment themselves in different lists or they need to be driven to an offer, whatever it needs to be that's a big opportunity and so you look for things like that where you go there's a lot of action happening here in my business how do i improve it how do i put myself in front of that action and i think one more example and you've been doing a a lot of this with seo is you can go back you look at all of your content and you say here's my low-hanging fruit here's something that is bringing in you know, a thousand views per month, but I'm ranked number 11 right. on, on a, you know, on Google. And if I can get that thing, if I'm getting a thousand from that, imagine if I get up to number four, right. Yeah. And so you go, there's a huge growth there. And so you've been going back and optimizing posts and they're just shooting up the charts. So now you're going to have more traffic <clears throat> like you were mentioning, yeah. but then going a step further, once you know what your high traffic posts are, what are you doing? You're optimizing them for affiliate sales when appropriate. You're optimizing them for lead gen and list growth when it doesn't make sense to have an affiliate sale, right? And getting in there and removing distractions and adding in calls to action and adding in buttons and, and those sorts of things. So those are just examples of looking at where there's a lot taking place and just a little bit of work tweaking an existing asset can really increase how much your website or your business works for you, right? This is very blogger specific, but those are great examples of like how you can do something small to make your business work for you and get a lot of movement, a lot of growth in your business from a small time investment. And that's what you want to look for. Yeah. Yeah. For, yeah. For me, like my mindset this last quarter was like, okay, evaluate millennial money, man. And figure out those things, like I said, that are either broken or whatever and figure out what is the, what's the fastest way that I can get them generating more income. And so that basically looking at everything through that kind of lens has really given me a pretty clear plan for 2019. Like, okay, I need to have these people going into some kind of sequence. I need to figure out some kind of front end offer for them. Maybe it's some kind of printable thing that costs five bucks or whatever, you know, I'm still working on that part of it, but I've got a plan. It's like, get the people there, get into a sequence you know, get, uh, get them to some kind of offer and then maybe offer mm-hmm. something on the back end, And then at the same time, it's grow traffic through, through 2019. I think the, the key too, when we're talking about that kind of stuff where it's like the SEO stuff and, and like kind of those longer term goals. I want to change directions a little bit here because I think there's a big thing. If you want to be successful kind of going into the next year is you need to have a focus. Like you need to have a singular focus. And this speaks to what you said earlier about 
people are like, I have so many things I need to do. And I think one of the biggest things that I personally learned this year was instead of always having this massive to-do list to just say, this is the thing I'm working on. And we do this. We've actually like got, we really figured this out for ourselves, like together yeah. in the last quarter, which was you go, this is the thing we're working on first. And then you delay everything else. You either put it to a, a further out date or you say, we're going to finish this first. You finish that one thing, then you go to the next thing. And so I think there's a lot, it's nerve wracking because you feel like you have all these things to do, but when you put all of your focus on one thing and you just handle one at a time, you end up getting better quality work, you make more progress and you move more quickly because you're focused. And I think that's really important. It's something that people need to do going into this year, at least from my perspective. Yeah, I think so. I, and that's something that I think that we've gotten better at throughout the year, because I feel like in the first six months, we were really just trying to keep up with the business because it grew so quickly. And then after that, it was like, I feel like we kind of had this period of time where we were working on like 15 different things all at the same time. And then I, eventually that seems like it evolved into doing one thing at a time, finishing it, doing right. one thing and finishing it, doing one thing and finishing it. And I think we've gotten a lot better at that. But I mean, we, you know, a perfect example of this. And I think a, a really good post that we saw on it the other day was uh, from our friend, Natalie Bacon. She did a, mm -hmm. uh, she did a blog post that was basically like, it was uh, how to triple your blogging income or how I tripled my blogging income in one year or something like that. But she laid out her process for how she grew her business, how she tripled her revenue. And mm -hmm. it was really focused. It was really direct. She took one course and basically decided she's going to take that course and just implement the crap out of everything in that one course and let mm -hmm. that drive everything. So she wasn't like, I'm going to take 15 different courses on X, Y, and Z. She's like, I'm going to take this one course and then I'm going to implement it. And then I'm, here are the steps that I did to implement it. Um, and she saw a lot of growth. So I thought, one, I just wanted to give her a little shout out because that was a, it was a really good post. I shared it with my list. And I think it's just a great, if you can just pick that one thing, like if there is a course you want to take, if there's something you want to do, like do it, but don't do like 10 other things at the same time. Take that one right. thing, really max it out and like really implement uh, and be really focused in your efforts. And you're going to see, I think, faster growth that way. Well, and I think you're going to see faster growth because it's going to force you to choose and it's yeah. going to force you to prioritize. And I think one of the issues with, multitasking or having a lot of different objectives you're trying to achieve at once is that you're not focused, but you're also not prioritizing. And when we have a lot of things we want to accomplish, we tend to drift to the ones that are easier or more comfortable. And those aren't necessarily the most profitable or going to get you the best results. Yeah. So I think one last thing that, that I want to kind of remind people of, because I've been thinking about this a lot in my own business and for Laptop Empires and Money Money Man, you know, we all started these online businesses, whether you're a freelancer or a blogger or whatever, probably to have more freedom and more flexibility mm -hmm. with our schedule and like enjoy our life more. I remember when I was a teacher and I was thinking about the idea of being a blogger full time, I was like, I want to do this because I'm going to be free. Like I'm going to finally wake up every day and do what I want to do, which is true now. But I think I get into a place and you do too, where we put so much pressure on ourselves to keep building or like catch up with some person that's been doing it for seven years longer yeah. than us or whatever. Like we put all these, these really stressful goals. And so I think, you know, for me in 2019, what I'm going to try to do is like make goals that don't take away the freedom that I wanted when I started the business. Um, right. And so I think that that's one of the things and we focused on that a lot too, like spend more time with our wives and you with your kids and everything, me with my dog. And we've, I'm <laughs> totally kidding, by the way. Uh, but 
that's something that we focus on. So I, if you're making goals and you're like sitting there and you're going, I want to get this done. I want to get this done. Leave some, like leave some room in there to where you can actually enjoy your business because that's the whole point of starting these things. So I I think that that's really important. I think that kind of, kind of gets lost in this whole conversation about how do we grow the business, grow the business, make more money. You know, that's always just about that. Well, and it's part, sometimes business growth is creating that freedom and things like that. You know, I think some of the bigger wins that I've had in, in my businesses have been when I've been able to maintain income, but like create space in my life to do other things, but it's hard. I mean, we, we talked this weekend where I was like, I'm anxious. You know, I was like texting you that I was anxious and I was having a hard time just decompressing and just being present and doing just not a lot. And I was wanting to like, I was like, there's so many things that I want to do. So it's easy to fall in that trap. So I think that's a really good point. And I know it's something we obviously, we talk about it all the time because it's something we need to work on and it's difficult. Right. And, And then I think one thing that's helped me and that I feel like is going to be good for us going into the next year, maybe it'll help somebody listening, is focusing on like tiny habits and focusing on like little routines. Because when you focus on like, I'm going to do these things on a daily basis or on a weekly basis or whatever, and you just build those routines and you build those systems, it helps you to stay more grounded and to not get way too involved and to have less urgency. Because instead of like, I need to get there, I need to get there and looking at how far you have to go, you've just identified the things that you need to do to get there and you've made a routine out of it. And you know, it's a check mark. You did it that day or you didn't. You showed up or you didn't. And if you right. just focus on showing up every day and doing those things, you'll eventually get to the destination. But it takes a lot of that urgency out of your life. And I think that's the big thing. One of the reasons that we have been so adamant about not creating new things like courses is because it creates a lot of pressure. And we tend to work way harder when we have something like that because we want to get it done or we have a deadline or it's so big. Whereas now a lot of we're focusing on is let's email the list. Let's do these things to build the list. Let's get out this content to grow the traffic. Like we're focusing on those like little things that we can do week after week. And I think that's going to create a lot of that life balance that you're talking about that we don't always have. So no, I think that's a great point and a great place to end on. You got any? Yeah, I've got a last, last one. And I think it's, it's really pretty simple, but you should probably try to celebrate what you did in 2018 a little bit. Like Hmm. take a, take a look at what you did this year and kind of give yourself a pat on the back and be like, holy crap. You know, whether it was like you got your first client uh, or if you grew to some revenue number or whatever, you have like some amount of whatever that you you're happy about. Just grab a bottle of wine, celebrate. Hmm. And just, just appreciate what you did in 2018. Cause I think that that's one of those things that all of us could probably do a little better job of actually appreciating the work we put in. And you probably did a heck of a lot more than you realize. Yeah. And if you didn't get your ass in gear. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. This is the laptop empires podcast. Please subscribe on Apple, whatever podcast player. What is it called? Apple podcast. Yeah. Apple podcast, Stitcher, whatever it is that you listen to podcasts on. Of course, you can listen to it on our site, laptopempires.com slash podcast. There's a player built in the sites. That's an easy way. 
And then make sure you email us at team at laptopempires.com if you've got any topics you'd like to hear us talk about. If you know somebody that you think would like the show, tell them about it. We'd appreciate it because that's the main way you grow a podcast is through word of mouth. So be part of our little army spreading you know, the word about Laptop Empires. That's it. Enjoy your new year. We'll see you in 2019. You've been listening to the Laptop Empires podcast with Mike Yonda and Bobby Hoyt. For more information and the resources mentioned in this episode, go to laptopempires.com forward slash podcast. We out.